Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Chase Edmonds, the running back. Second down and goal from the eight. We've got 19 seconds left. The Dolphins trail by three here in the fourth quarter in Baltimore. Waddle in motion. Hill flank to the right to a shotgun. Back to throw. Looking, looking, looking. Steps up. Fires. Touchdown. Again. It's Waddle. Touchdown. Oh, my gosh. Tua looked around and came back to Waddle. What a throw and catch. With 14 seconds left. Oh, his sixth touchdown sixth pass touchdown of, of the day. What is up, <laughs> Dolphins? And welcome to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network. I've got Juice. I've got Big Seth. The fish tank is here. I am Travis Wingfield from the Drive Time Podcast. And nothing, nothing beats rewriting your entire show seven or eight times to properly capture a 21-point fourth-quarter comeback in juice. It wasn't once. They did it twice. And then they had to go get another touchdown drive after a late Ravens field goal, and they do it for their first win in Baltimore in 25 years. And, Juice, I have 15 different routes I could take right here. Like, I don't have a show for you because I don't know where to go first. I'm going to go ahead and let you take the first crack at it. What do we talk about now? My goodness, man. <laughs> I mean the excitement, the excitement, the, the emotional roller coaster we yes. went through from opening kickoff to the last touchdown was incredible. The highs and the lows, man, and you get into a situation where you, honestly, fellas, you know, we've been here before and we didn't feel as good about it. And Travis, I think you both made a point of saying you felt better this time around being down that many points going into the fourth. Now I still, still, yeah, I mean that's a lot in the NFL, and that's my, that was my point. But these boys, these young men went out there, man, and did something that could change the whole outlook of the whole season. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see that you're never down and out in a game like that against a good defense like Jimmy talked about in that show, you know, in that, in that broadcast, this team right here has some swagger. And you got a defense that has some resolve after getting their butts kicked early. And you got an offense that didn't quit as the defense gave more opportunities, man. This can go a long way for this team this season and further down the road with some of these young cats we got on this team. Big Seth, I think that two is going to have to borrow Coach McDaniel's wheelbarrow at this point. <laughs> six touchdowns ties a franchise record, which kind of sounds crazy because my first thought was, oh, six TDs for sure is the record, right? But no, when you have well, it is. Reno. It, when you have Dan Reno, you have to tie that record or share that record and Bob Greasy as well. Yeah, those two guys have gold jackets. So, number one, just just know that. And, I mean, wheelbarrow. So, last week, Coach McDaniel said, no, everybody gets a game ball. Everybody gets a wheelbarrow after this game. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I'm still trying to catch my breath. Uh, just, just, 
you know, we were trying to say, okay, what does this mean for the rest of the season? They're showing resolve, to use your word, Juice. All right, at least they, they didn't quit at halftime. They're still fighting. There's a lot we need to talk about. There were a lot of things that I don't want to forget that happened early yeah. on. You can't give up 70, 80, 100-yard plays on the road and expect to win a lot of games, but they found a way today. And, and you're right. I think it could be season-changing, potentially – Quarterback changing. Mm. I don't mean changing the position, right. but for what that meant for Tua. Right. Maybe franchise changing. I mean, that was an unbelievable game against a, a quality opponent on the road. It's a big day. There, there's something of a lesson here, I think, to be had to your point, Big Seth. And Juice, I'll, I'll ask you this because, I mean, we, we get on social and we experience this game through – you know, the ups and downs, you mentioned it, the, the ups and downs of the Dolphins fan in a game like this. And, you know, I, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm kind of telling you guys, like, when are we? When is it going to change? When are we going to have expectations, go into a big road game against a team that has Super Bowl aspirations and go in there and beat somebody? And it's not just, you know, the, the Ravens were the team today that got the fluky stuff that the Dolphins have found ways to upset teams in the past. The kick return for the touchdown, you know, the, the big plays that just kind of spring leaks in the defense where it's like, man, that they played well except for that one play. But today it's your offense and your quarterback and your two studs on the outside. Right. And I was telling you, like you mentioned, it feels like that dang tight game but however we now have the offensive fireworks maybe bite back a little bit and I told you at the end of the game I have the utmost confidence we're going to go down and score every single time I mean is that just a product of having Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle out there man I tell you what it's a product of a lot of things man also it's a product of some hellacious creativity yes sir I was gonna say Mike McDaniel too right let's not forget that he made some of the play calls we were looking and we were astounded you know by some of the things that he was doing and and look we finally have receivers running wide open because of probably that that creativity how many times have we seen that on our end where our DBs you know I mean have, have been playing chase you can't play chase with these guys you know what I mean so yeah I mean it it's we're never out of it man when you hear an announcer saying he's he's all alone or he's wide open, right. way down the – how does that happen? There's got to be something there, man, that we're missing, bro, that uh, – you know, so yeah, it, it's exciting, man. When you got home run hitters left and right, you know, it, and Mike with a big, Mike Gesicki yes. with a big, with big grab, you know, and a great throw by two on that one. Yeah, we got some home run hitters. We can never be counted out of a game anymore when you do things like this. Yeah, it, what a fun day. My phone's blowing up right now. I'm getting texts and <laughs> tweets and mentions from everybody. I'm I'm unloading the clip, as it were, with all my, my trash-talking tweets that I, I had saved up ready to go in case they won the game that I thought I had to sit on, but now I no longer do. But let's, let's keep it there talking about, you know, back to that point I made, like Xavier Howard drops a pick six. When does that ever happen? And the Dolphins still find the resolve, the word you guys mentioned each. That's the word of the day right here for the Miami Dolphins. But, Seth, I mean, we'll get to this. You know, player of the game, game balls are probably going to be pretty obvious today, I think. But, I mean, I told you this right before he came on the air. 22 catches for 361 yards and four touchdowns for Tyreek Hill and Jalen Wall. That's that's a lot of production. That's that's (laughs) seven-on-seven flag stuff, man. Yeah, it it was unbelievable. And – Right, just the storylines, even with that, to, you know, Tyreek goes out and he's got uh, what we, I guess they said cramps. His return was questionable. We saw it earlier in the game, Juice. We couldn't tell if he took a shot in the back and was he feeling that? Why is he cramping up? It can't be any hotter there than it is in South Florida. And then he's out and who start, you know, who puts the team on his back? Waddle says, I got you. Right. I can handle yes, for cheetah and myself. Right. And so he, well, I stole it from Juicer. Sure. <laughs> 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 that was a really good point. I said, I'm going to take it. But no, but I mean, it's exactly what happened. And, you know, Tua kept dealing. Tua did not let those interceptions get to him. 
and I don't think anybody lost any faith into it on on that sideline. Right. I don't know what was going on on Twitter because I kind of turned it off for a little bit there. <laughs> there was some faith lost. And then all of a sudden he comes <laughs> running back out like Jordan in the flu game. <laughs> and next thing you know, not only is he running back out and he's cramping in between every play, but he's, as you said, he's running and, and there's 20 yards, I mean, 20 yards away from guys and he's not even running at full speed. It was outrageous. Just play after play. Juice mentioned Gasicki with the, the touchdown catch in the back of the end zone. He also had point? one to set them up for a late – I forget which one it was. He set up a touchdown with the catch along the sideline where he got down to the one- or two-yard yeah. line up that perimeter there. But it was funny watching the game, wasn't it, Juice? Because, you know, at a certain point, I think we all kind of went from the – the thought of same old Dolphins to at one point we kind of awoke again. And it was funny watching those last plays because we're, we're both saying like, man, they have that cushion on the outside. Tyreek right. has so much space. Just throw it to him. All of a sudden we're watching the broadcast and you can't see beyond the second level of the defense because the camera just isn't panned out that wide. And we're like, oh, he's throwing deep. Where's he going? And then all of a sudden Kevin Harlan's, he's wide open behind the defense. <laughs> and we're like losing our minds because it comes as a complete shock in that moment. I just kind of want to hear you describe this, Juice, because you've been part of so many games. I'm sure it's different as a player, but as a diehard fan of this team, I also know that you know how these games feel to win when you have no control and you're just a crazed fanatic yelling about it. Like, I kind of want to hear where you put this win in your Dolphins fan viewing experience because I don't think I can think of one that's better than this. No, no. I mean, there are some obviously some ones that, you know, that come to mind on, on a single play. You know, of course, you got, you know, the game against the Ravens when, you know, Greg Camarillo, you know, that play, of course, uh, you know, the New England play on the, on, the, on the kickoff return, the Miami Miracle. But when you talk about a, a whole half of figuring out a way to get it done and then just the crescendo, the buildup, the buildup, the buildup, not only when they, the offense scored, you know, the defense goes out there and gets a stop. Well, the defense goes out there and holds them to three points, which was huge right there, yeah. you know. And then the offense just comes out and they've got this swagger that we haven't seen. And you see Tua ripping it. You see guys getting open, making tough catches, you know. And we talked about that too. Tua threw a couple guys in tough positions, but when you're trying to win a game late, it happens like that. But he tried to protect them a lot of times too. You saw some balls that were a little bit behind guys. That wasn't behind them. That was to keep them from running into a headache, you know. I mean, that's a perfectly placed ball, man. So, I mean, the, the whole thing – all the naysayers about what this guy can do and cannot can and cannot do, you know, he he answered a lot of questions. Now he has to continue yep. to follow it up, and right? Be himself. That's it, man. Continue to do those things, and we will. I mean, we, I'm a believer right now, and we have to continue to see things like that. Love hearing that. What a great, great, great job by all those guys involved. But it starts with our head man and the guy that's that touched the ball 97 percent of the time. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. And look, it, it would have been easy to say, well, we gave up a touchdown, you know, you know, on, on the kickoff and the defense was given up what was it, 79 yard runs and 75 yard touchdown passes. It would have been easy for the offense to, to kind of I don't want to say check out, but if they didn't finish the way they finished, it would have been easy to say, well, we'll line up and we'll get them the next time. And hopefully our defense will play more characteristically of what we expect from them. But but they just kept fighting. They kept coming at you. And what a difference. What, what a difference in just – you talk about the confidence. Uh, you, Travis, you said it yourself. I, I, I felt like we were going to score every time. They did as well. I don't know that we've seen that, it, certainly not in Tua's tenure here. I don't think that we've seen that level of confidence. He shook off those interceptions. I told you guys earlier I wasn't as upset with the interceptions, not that I'm cheering for interceptions. I thought the second one, we didn't know where he was throwing it, but I didn't. Th- it, it should not have hurt this team. Your defense can't give up an 80-yard drive. 
with 51 seconds to go right before the half. You know, your defense has to protect your quarterback a little bit there. But, man, oh, man, what he did in the second half and that fourth quarter is legendary. That was a that's legendary a performance. That's the only word for it. A legendary man. performance. And, you know, kind of the, the, the game I keep thinking about, and, you know, I – Juice, you mentioned earlier as a Dolphins fan, and, and before your even years playing with the team, I'm sure they had you know the '85 Bears yeah, game comes to mind. Like, but I'm talking about more recently, like the post Marino era for you know the, the Dolphins fan. Of, I wasn't a Dolphin then. Yeah, exactly. In Ohio, until he started getting that check. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for you know, as a 35 year old Dolphins fan, I feel like I kind of epitomized that generation of Dolphins fans, and there just isn't that game. I'm thinking about it right now. The 2005, it, it was the Dolphins were four and seven. I think Buffalo was five. And six and they came back behind Sage Rosenfels and three fourth quarter touchdowns to get that victory but like it was a fun footnote in an otherwise kind of lost season but I mean it like this game to have the quarterback do that on a, against a team like Baltimore who like I said I think is going to have a say in who goes to the Super Bowl from this con this this conference and you know I'm going to have to redo my entire podcast for tonight I had the whole show planned out now I have nothing and I couldn't be and that's the way you want it right that's exactly, that's exactly right it. you know and, and let's not Hold that point. We're going to come back to that on the I'll other side, it. Big I Seth. I got it. Dolphins game day is driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from Baltimore. I think I have this right. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. Yes, sir. Feels good to say that. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show presented by the Palm Beaches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chase Edmonds, the running back. Second down and goal from the eight. We've got 19 seconds left. The Dolphins trail by three here in the fourth quarter in Baltimore. Waddle in motion. Hill flank to the right. To a shotgun, back to throw, looking, 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 steps up, fires, touchdown! Again, it's Waddle, touchdown! Oh my gosh, Tua looked around and came back to Waddle. What a throw and catch! With 14 seconds left, oh, his sixth touchdown sixth pass touchdown of again. the day. I, I just keep laughing, guys, because I still can't believe that just <laughs> happened. I still can't believe that I just like expected them to hit 15, 20-yard plays every play. Tua finishes 36 of 50, 
for 469 yards, <laughs> six touchdowns, two picks, a 124.1 passer rating. And Juice, I mean, was that was that five touchdowns in the second half? I think it was. Did you have one in the first yeah, half, right? Yeah, Five sure. touchdown passes in the second half. I mean, Juice, you touched on it earlier, but I mean, for the Dolphins fans out there that were either – you know, riding off the quarterback in the first half, or now they're probably out there celebrating the fact that they want to, you know, give the quarterback the, <laughs> the big extension. Like, right. where do you come down on his performance? Like, it, does this really put you in a, a, a position of finality about Tua, or do you still need to see more? Like, I, what, what yeah. I'm trying to ask is where you come down after this game with Tua? My whole, my whole opinion in the first place was Tua's going to have to win us some games. You know, he doesn't win, have to win them all. Just don't lose any, you know, but he's going to have to win us some games. This is one of those games he went out and won for us. Now, we're going to need a few more of those, but does he have to win all the games for us? Absolutely not. So I think this is a, this is a huge confidence boost for him. But I also think he needs to realize he doesn't have to do it all by himself. You know, some teams are stuck like that, where it's all, all about the quarterback. But Tua showed that when need be today, he was able to go out there and do it. So my whole point is, you know, he he he, been, he he gained a lot more confidence from a lot of people in this world, including myself. But it has to be something that he does. Now look, now we're gonna we're gonna come up short a couple games. So I don't want people to say, oh, you know, he did it this week. But you have to win a lot more of these games and be able to get get be involved in a lot more of these games than you're not. And when you get these opportunities, this is where quarterbacks are made. And today show what quarterbacks are made of by going out there and doing what he did. So continue to do that, and you won't hear any talk from anybody else. I mean, a lot of these young quarterbacks had awful beginnings. Now it's time for two to turn that page and start being able to go out there and win games for us as well. Does this give us the return of Seth Tonga by Levitt? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, well, absolutely. It's hard, hard to argue with that. I'll, I'll take a six-touchdown, 400-yard performance uh, every week. Uh, yeah, but, Juice, you're right. He's not going to need to do that every week. This was not what you would expect from a Miami Dolphins defense, especially you know, the way they played this Baltimore team last year. And, and, and Baltimore had a lot to prove after that game. You heard Lamar Jackson say, you don't hear that often in week two. Hey, we've got something for him. We've got something for him. They were licking their chops. They were ready right. for this game. And they showed up ready for this game. But I don't think anybody anticipated a 42-point outburst by this team, six touchdowns from Tua. So, I, I mean, just a spectacular performance. And I think you're right, Juice. Like, outside of the building, he, he proved a lot to a lot of people. I don't know that there's any quarterback outside of Tom Brady that's talked about more than Tua right. for whatever reason right. on a national level, and they can talk about him some more this week. But, I, you know, what, what can you say other than the fact that he was outstanding? I, I think the biggest thing I point to here, guys, is I was kind of tracking this throughout the game because once they start to pile a few of them up, I start thinking to myself, well, he, he's doing pretty well on third down, so I started tracking it. Here's his third down conversion race today. He One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. He was seven of eight. So they, the first one was seven yards to go, 12-yard completion. 18 yards to go, incomplete. Then he didn't, didn't miss one the rest of the game. Five yards to go, they picked up four yards on that weird play to Waddle where he had the forward progress, but for some reason they didn't give him the forward progress. They converted on the next play, so I guess it's six for eight. But I'm going to give it to him because I'm going to do a PFF here and change Wait, no, the no, stats. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you do it, Travis. I knew he's gonna you can't it change the stats. They're in the books. I'm looking at him right here. Don't change the stats. I just he did, did like enough. The, he did. Sure. Six touchdowns, 400 yards. We don't need to make up anything. You don't have to. PFF doesn't have to. Let's go with what happened there. Sure. They were outstanding. They were 7-11 uh, right uh, on third down as a team. <laughs> they were fabulous. We don't need to make up anything. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just really hated that call. I really, really hated it. That was that terrible call. Oh, there then were a lot of calls that were questionable. Yeah. But, but it didn't. That. None of it mattered. Exactly. And they stuck together. Resolve. I, you know, Juice, you kept saying 
that you wanted to hear what Coach McDaniel had to say at halftime. Boy, I would have loved to hear that. Yes. I know we're going to hear him postgame. We'll but whatever he said, talk about that. Halftime adjustments, lighting a fire, whatever it was, and boy, did they respond. And that probably goes to Josh Boyer, too. You know, he he actually had to go out there and he had to say some things, too. His team only gave up 10 points in the head second half. Head coach's defense. 1,000%. Great point, 1,000%. Uh, to finish that point. So it gets better after that. 10 yards to go, 11 yards to Waddle. 13 yards to go, 14-yard touchdown to Mike Gesicki. Third, uh, three yards to go, goal to go, touchdown to River Craycraft, where he spun out of uh, pressure and evaded that rush and threw the touchdown pass. Where did he and, go to school? Uh, which one, Tua? <laughs> Craycraft. Craycraft. Oh, he's a Washington State. Oh. <laughs> Three and zero Washington State Cougars. You know, Tua had a heck of a game if he's not even going crazy over. Go I don't care. I don't care at this point. The last two, 10 yards to go, 48 yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. 10 yards to go, 60 yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill. I can't wait to go look at the advanced metrics on this and the average depth of target, the average yards per pass, because I keep hearing it all summer long, all spring long about how this max- maximizing Tyreek is going to be impossible because the quarterback can't do it. Well. <laughs> The joke's on you because he did it today. So that was your key player of the game, sponsored by Ed Morse. All the latest GM models are right here at the Ed Morse Sawgrass Auto Mall, and they're all backed by Morse. And we're going to get to Tua's audio here in just a few minutes. We have a couple minutes left on this segment, guys, our key player of the game. But I wanted to finish up here because we haven't talked about him besides you guys getting into it right there. Coach McDaniel and the kind of turnaround there, you know, to come out of the locker room in the second half and the Dolphins got the football first, and the, did they go down and score right away? I can't remember because there was so much that happened in this game. Were you watching this game or just reading? <laughs> yeah, I was doing a little bit of everything, not listening to you when you were telling me all the information you were giving me as well. But, you know, to come out and, and have that second-half performance and just stay in it and stay in it, I, that speaks to the coach's authority in that locker room, does it, does it not? It, it does, and they did come down and score, Travis. Yes, and, and, and at one point we said, hey, this could it. potentially be the drive of the game. 12 75 yards. Yeah. Right, and, and that was to That's Gesicki? Right. Was that the That's one? That, yeah, so we thought that that was really important for them to come out and score and say we're not laying down. So that's what happened over there. So thank you. I <laughs> when you go back that. and watch the All-22, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, wow. I know. I'm, I'm all over the place. And I, you have my numbers and you check for me. That's why I was curious about the second half stats. I'm sure you'll have those for me at some point as well. But, <laughs> but Juice, let's go back to coach here. We have two minutes left in the segment. I just want to talk about on the entire coaching staff because, and really the entire team, for Tyreek to come out. And I think I even said like at one point, you know, I was being same old Dolphins fan, wasn't I? Shut it down, Tyreek. Let's get to <laughs> Buffalo next week. We'll be fine. And just move on because yeah. this game is a loss. But it wasn't. And you know, the players do it. They, like, like coach would say, I didn't do – S, right? I didn't right. do anything. Well, right. Coach, I think you did today. Right, right. Coach was amazing. And Seth on that on that point, Seth said, no, this is cramps, man. It'll be all right. right. Seth said, no, he it's, can't. No, we don't shut right. it down on cramps. <laughs> right. Are we you hurt or are you injured, right, Joe? <laughs> That's right. Damn right, man. You know, man, I, I tell you, I mean, you, you see a coach that, um, that, that has these guys, man, believing. There's a, there's a good belief right now, man. Last week, you know, uh, he, he went out there. And, and you know, I, and here's what else he has. Travis, you know, he, he told the offense that the def- it was a defensive team. Right, T- talk about that. So, and the defense loves that. Now, the offense took offense to that, it sounds like. <laughs> <A little bit laughs> Until proven otherwise, me, You right? know what I mean? Until proven otherwise. Today, the offense carried their side of it, man, and that's, that's a coach that's trying to get the best out of both sides. He saw a great job out of defense last time. He challenged the offense. They, they were coming up a little short early, and then they found a way. So, I think he, he hit, he's hit on all angles right now, man. Uh, he's just um, he, he's got a great pulse, and he's got the pulse of his mm-hmm. team down very well. 
And you can tell. They react, they, they respond, they go out there and they play hard for them. And they go out there and execute, man. You got guys that haven't gotten a lot of opportunities at times or were kind of kind of forgotten a little bit that were called on to go out there and make plays and they showed up. And that happens when you got a guys that believe in what your coach is doing out there. They certainly checked their pulse coming out of the break there at halftime, didn't they, guys? I, I checked mine a few times. <laughs> yeah, I was man. worried. Especially I, I, I took my blood game. pressure medicine. Though, thank <laughs> After Juice made both of our hands red from the high fives. So no wonder he catches so many damn balls. Look at that power. <laughs> the power he has behind those high fives is crazy. So two is your player of the game. That stat line once again, 36 of 50. I, I actually missed, uh, missed a number up here. I have 4,869 yards. He only had 469. It wasn't 4,000 yards today. Six <laughs> touchdown passes, two picks, a 121.4 passer rating. And I'm so excited tomorrow to be on Twitter sharing stats and talking to all the people that have doubted this guy for so long. Maybe it's just one week. Yeah, but I want to enjoy yeah, the hey, We want to enjoy Hey, that's what we're, we're allowed to do that. We're allowed to do that. We can ride do it, it as much as we want. We're going to ride it all the way, our wheelbarrow, all the way back home. Speaking right. of Tua, we'll hear from the Dolphins' victorious quarterback, who's now 15-8 and eight as a starter of this team. That's next here. Dolphins postgame driven by Gunther Volkswagen. You've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen to get behind the wheel of a new Volkswagen SUV in Fort Lauderdale, Coconut Creek, and Delray Beach. For car, do- car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. This is the official Miami Dolphins Radio Network, where Dolphins fans live. Dolphins recap tomorrow morning with Joe Rose and Zach Krantz, AM560 Sports, WQAM. Make more good in the all-new Sportage X-Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive and available 360-degree surround view monitor. No mission is too small to take on, and the mission was not too small to take on for quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. His record-setting, record-tying, six-touchdown pass day ties Dan Marino and Bob Greasy for a Miami Dolphins record. Let's go ahead and go to the Dolphins quarterback who spoke to the media at the podium after the game. Uh, I, I can't remember. Um, uh, I, I would say probably, probably college that I can vividly remember, uh, the game against LSU at Alabama, my last, my last, uh, game. What's it feel like on the offense and doing what it today? It feels good. Um, you know, I, I think you look at the first half, <clears throat> we, we couldn't, we couldn't stick to, to our rhythm, um, you know, for for me, I, I wanted some. I wanted big plays and big plays now, um, and so really, second half we we came in and, and played the way way we wanted to. That's what I'd say about that. Can you describe what you were thinking, what you were feeling in that fourth quarter? Touchdown after touchdown. It felt good. Uh, we we were executing on all cylinders offensively, and then when there were times where we didn't execute, no one panicked. Everyone, uh, you know, just came back into the huddle. And we, we regrouped and we went back out there and, and tried to ex- execute whatever play we were given. Joe, how about your perspective on that uh, in, in that whole second half for that matter? Just the guys up front. Yeah, I think they did a tremendous job. They did a tremendous job from from the first quarter to the ending of the game. Um, there were just some miscommunications that we had uh, here and there, but we got that cleaned up. You know, they, they did a great job. And I think what's overlooked is the run game. Uh, we did, I think we did really good in the run game as well. Um, we wanted to run the ball and we wanted to throw the ball, but, uh, you know, we, we, had to, we had to make some big plays when, when uh, it, needed to, it needed to happen. So 
uh, that's what we did. Well, I, I mean, I would say I'm always, you know, confident in what I can do, confident in myself. But you know, I, I think that that just shows the resilience of, resiliency of our team. Um, it it brings all our confidence up, um, confidence in one another, confidence that if the offense has a t turnover, that the defense is going to get us the ball back, and vice versa. Uh, so I, I think uh, you look at the big picture of it. Um, you know, the the confidence goes up for the team. Were you when were you aware Tyreek Hill was coming back in the I, I, I'm going to be honest, I, uh, I didn't know that we weren't going to have Tyreek um, or I, we didn't have Tyreek out there for the first couple snaps. Um, and I, I just found out that he had cramps. Uh, but, you know, big time players make big time plays and big time games. And that's what Tyreek did when, when he came in. Well, Tyreek was first in the progression, but I, I think they, they busted that, they busted that coverage. Um, they, they were all up. They looked like it was going to be a zero look, and then they, they dropped out. So, uh, you know, I, I think that might have just been an error, but. Uh, we, we found that, and we took advantage of it. What was, the, what was the coach like with going through this whole up and down and sideways and everything that went on in this game? How did he keep you guys where you needed to be? Uh, Mike, Mike told us this in our team meeting, uh, you know, that this is going to be a great opportunity for us, that if we ever do get down against these guys, you know, that you're – you're not looking to, to put your head down. You know, we're, we're always going to be in the game and just play one play at a time. And Mike is always going to say this, and this is kind of like the mindset for our team, is adversity is opportunity, and that's how we look at that. What was Sanders 35-14 like by him? Was that confidence? Yeah, I mean, we, we were playing normal football still. We weren't doing anything out of the ordinary um, until they, they did give us opportunities to take shots down the field, then that's what we did. But normal play calls. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say I processed what we did out there. That's, that's a big win. That's tough to come into a hostile environment like this and, and beat a really good team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go enjoy it on the plane, and then when we get home. Um, so, yeah. Until I, I just talked to Tyreek on the field, and he was so complimentary of you, and he also addressed the haters and, and people have negative stuff to say about you. How big of a game is this for you personally? I mean, six touchdowns is massive. Yeah, I would say for me, every game is a big game. I want to do good every every time I go out there. I don't want to throw interceptions. I want to throw touchdowns. I want to put our team in the best situation that I possibly can. Uh, but. You know, we, we got to be real. You know, you know those guys on the other side of the ball get paid too, and they're really good players. They study, and you know, all all I can do is, is go out there and you know do do what we've we've done throughout practice, and let's uh, go and play football and hope uh, you know hope that we can bring home a win. Were you aware of Lamar Jackson was doing on the other side? Or you oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my goodness, of course. I mean, how can you not watch someone like that? Um, you know, he he had a great game as well. Um, but yeah, I, I would say the resiliency of our team, um, you know, had, had shown coming, coming out of, uh, halftime and, 
you know, with, with that big deficit of a lead that they had. So, thanks, thanks guys. So there's Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa will assess Tua's presser after the break. But first, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds so our stations can identify themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. WQAM Miami, WPOWHD2 Miami, WKIS, WKIS HD1, and WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. Home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. <laughs> That's three segments in the books. Our fourth coming up next with our press conference. Consigliere Seth Levitt taking us through that Tua Tungavailoa press conference. Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Volkswagen for car buying done your way. You've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from M&T Bank Stadium. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. Still does not feel real. You're listening to the fifth quarter post game show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage, so next time you fill up to Chevron with Techron, find a station near you on the Chevron app. And after a six-touchdown past day, Tua Tungavailoa spoke to the media, and so we do as we do here on the postgame show. We go to Big Seth, our press conference consigliere. Seth, what did you think of QB1 at the podium here? Uh, I mean, it's kind of who he is. This is the guy that we know, and some people don't like that. They want him to be more rah-rah and jump around and scream and and what have you, and they asked him about, you know, was he was his confidence building as the game went on. He said he's always confident in his abilities. He's always confident in his abilities, and that's never been shaken. And, you know, uh, they, they talked about, well, you're pretty calm. He just kind of expects himself to play well. He said that. We've heard that. Juice, when he was in the fish tank, he talked about the throw that put him on the map, right, right. in college right. where he comes in as a true freshman and uh, uh, comes in as freshman, beats Georgia for the national championship with that big throw, and he says, go back and watch it. I'm the only guy who didn't celebrate, and maybe when I should have celebrated. It's just kind of the way that he, you know, they say, that's how you was raised. That's the way he was raised. Right. He expects success, and I think that there's this quiet and calm confidence that we see from the coach as well, from Coach McDaniel, that is starting to radiate, and players are buying in. And it sure, it sure helps when Tyreek Hill comes in and has your back like that and then performs like that and has your back on the field. But, you know, he's got that C on his chest this year. And I don't – you know, and that wasn't, that wasn't just given to him because he's the quarterback. He's earned that, and he certainly earned it today. But that's what stood out to me is that he didn't come out here and, and try to act some way that he wasn't. You know, remember there was a lot of talk in training camp. We said, hey, did you see that? That looked like money to me. And we're like, oh, wow, we like this. You know, <laughs> spicy Tua. We like spicy Tua. But that's, you know, that's, that's really not who he is. This is who he is. Yeah. And if he can act like that after a six-touchdown performance or he can act like that after a three-interception performance, 
that tells me that he can he can line up and, and play the next play. He can line up and play the next game. I don't think he's going to get overconfident going into the next game. Heck, I think he's got a lot to prove in the next game, and he knows that. Right. But, man, oh, man, it's just he's more and more starting to look like the guy that we all want him to be. That's That sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's the, that sign of maturity at such a young age to be able to, like you said, not get too high or too low. After a game like that, I mean, we are running around the freaking hallways of this place, <laughs> screaming like little girls, jumping around, and so, showing people on Twitter how excited we are. And hey, he Travis, just, like, I got a rep to protect now, man. <laughs> 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 he got me and him. He got me and him. It was just me and Seth. You were screaming like just, a big, tough, grown man. He was strutting in like uh, Vince McMahon, that Jeffrey has the big arms with. That's what Juice looked like. Man, but but Juice, so I wanted to ask you this because he didn't. He said he didn't know for a couple snaps yeah. that Tyreek was out of the game. Was he yeah. just in that much he of a zone? He was always going to drop a little straight one on you yeah and that yeah was that he must he must have been that laser focused man <laughs> you know what i mean and just going through progressions and then you know but don't you want to know where 10 is on every snap like not every only on defense time. Time. If I'm the quarterback. I, I tell you the defense does that's for damn sure <laughs> they right? awesome today. yeah they sure do man and a couple great plays with you know tyreek as a decoy but yeah man that was that was really strange that he said that he didn't didn't know he was out and then next thing you know, he's got him streaking down the sideline, I guess, for one touchdown and then in another. So, hey, that was uh, <laughs> that was one of more the crazier things I've heard. And then he talks about, you know, <laughs> big-time players make big-time oh, plays like and big-time games. That's what I like to hear from my quarterback, too, because he, you know, he said, I think he was referring to Tyreek, but yeah. I'm referring to him right now. Sure. That's exactly what he did today. Oh, got me great excited. Call. Got me yeah, excited that's a great again. call. And, Seth, you mentioned something, I think, off the air about the recalls. He was he kind of started getting into a breakdown of a play, and we just we love that so much, especially, you know, I, you know, I love that stuff. But uh, the second long ball to Tyreek, we, we talked about it in the open where – that outside corner has like a 10-yard cushion. I'm like, just throw it to him now. Like, he's got to come up and make a tackle. And best case, I get him down after seven or eight yards. Worst case, he misses a tackle and it's out the gate. But no, that's not what happened. He he winds up throwing a, a go ball to this cornerback who squats right there. And we're th- I'm thinking about that play. I'm thinking about Tua's recall because on the pick, Cheetah ran a little curl route where he hooked up in front of that safety. And they get a similar look this time. And now they squat and he goes up over the top. And it kind of goes back to not just Tua's recall, but Coach McDaniel play sequencing and recognizing yeah. what the defense is doing and adjusting to it. I, I just look at that play like, man, if we can take what we learn from earlier in the game and apply it like that with these weapons, you know, you're not going to score 42 points every week, but, man, I feel good about the offense and they're doing stuff like that, Juice. Yeah, I mean, the, the home run ability that we have is, is incredible. And I think that, you know, Baltimore might have underplayed or – you know, um, underestimated to his arm and arm strength, you know, like um, seemed like when you're doing that squad, the one that the one we're talking about, the first one was they're playing I&O inside outside on him and the safety squad both of them squatted Tyreek ran a heck of a route. Still, he's got to work back some more to the football. Mm-hmm. Um, but same time, though, you could tell there's going to play a, a, a lot of attention to what Tyreek was doing. Now, who's the, <laughs> the, the corner that played for Philadelphia in the preseason? That was squatting as well, <laughs> getting blown by. So you think you look at that film, you say, "There's no way I'm gonna squat on this guy. I'm gonna give him anything underneath." <laughs> right. Because if I if I don't get out of this back pedal like right now and run, it's over. And it was over a couple times out there. I've never, I mean, I've never seen anybody in a dolphin uniform. I mean, in the last 20 years, running wide open like that and just running by people, man. Because we haven't had that guy. We got that guy now, man. Well, there's there just aren't a whole lot of them. Right. There are, I mean, there are no. There are yeah. no. He's a he's unicorn He's kind of a one-of-one, sure. isn't he? He's a unicorn for sure. I don't so, know. 17 might have something to say about that. 
Well, he's a different type of animal. Sure, sure. And they both played completely different games today, man. It was and both so effective, Gosh, man. It's so it much was, fun to watch. You know, we we talked about this and we we said it a long time ago. Tyreek's numbers might not tell you what a what an impact he's yeah. having. But look at Waddle's numbers. With, I mean, today it, it does. Stuff, stop laughing, Seth. I know today's, <laughs> number. I know today's numbers, do. I know what today's numbers, do. <laughs> but the, the, the impact that Waddle was able to have because of Tyreek being on the field was incredible today. And Waddle, he took advantage of it too. Waddle got a few more one-on-one opportunities. Then when Tyreek went out, mm-hmm. you saw Waddle get a lot more attention. You know, So that's why you have to – we talk about defense picking their poison. You're going to double one and lead the other one one-on-one or vice versa. So these guys are going out there, especially in that second half, winning in whatever the one-on-one was and making some tough catches. And I mean, let's go back to your boy Tua. He fits some balls in there today. I mean, he fits some some incredible balls in there. I think the best ball is one that was dropped when he when he looked off, looked wide, Man, and he turned. Man, that was a beautiful and, pass. He, he threw some great By balls. By the way, Waddle would have been over 200 if he oh, caught that one. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, those two guys are collected. They're each closing in on 300 yards receiving in two games. Oh, my goodness. So just know that. And let me say this. I know we got to go to break soon. But I wrote this I wrote this down before we even got here. And, and I'm not saying that to, like, you know, pat myself on the back. But I was looking through the press release that the, the Dolphins communications team put together. And they have a stat. Best QB win percentage in the first 22 career stat, uh, starts, right, since 2017. The top five guys, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Tua, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, okay? Tua's sitting there at third with 14 and eight. He's now 15 and eight. But yet he's been criticized. No player has taken more heat than this guy. And look at those other guys. Some of those guys are talking about, you know, Hall of Fame careers. Right. And he's winning Juice, what's more important as a starting quarterback than your win-loss record? Nothing. Nothing at all. Not one thing. Nothing at all. I, I, I'm just tired of the yeah, but. about. Uh, look, there are things that he needs to continuously improve upon. Every player does. And I know that, you know, some people sat there and watched Herbert and, you know, he's electrifying with some of the throws that he makes and what have you, even in a loss. I know that there's been some sports writers around the country that have said, oh, certain teams have dodged a bullet. Went to, the guy keeps winning. He's finding a way to win. His team's rallying around him. He threw for 400 plus yards and six touchdowns. I, I, I mean, I don't know what else you want from the guy. That, that's very well said. I'm, I'll finish up with this because I just don't want to hear anymore the things that he can't do that he did today. Like, and we'll talk about consistency, which is obviously the most important thing. You have to do it week after week in this league, otherwise you're in the cold. You're, in, you're exactly. You're also ran, but. I mean, I just don't want to hear anymore that he can't throw deep, that he can't, you know, spin out of a free rusher. Like, he's done these things. It, it might not be, like, every dang snap, but he's done it, cons- like, not consistently, but enough times where you can say he has that in his game. I even tweeted before the game was, you know, got back into Dolphins' favor that despite the two picks, he's shown some flashes today, and Juice mentioned the ball into that triangle where he moved the defender with his eyes and came back to it. You talk about the, the kind of moxie to win these games late like this. Like, can we just keep him on the same plane as everybody else with the same level of evaluation where it's like, well, he made some great plays, had some down stuff, but still a pretty good game. That's what I hope. I don't expect it, like you said, Seth. But that was a fun segment talking about QB1 there. We have a lot more to come your guys' way. We still have to hear from head coach Mike McDaniel. That's the first time we ever had the quarterback before the coach on the show here, which we throw six touchdown passes, kind of how it goes. We'll do that next, plus plenty, plenty more. I know Juice has some plays he wants to talk about. Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Mazda. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Mazda. Again, the final score from Baltimore, Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. You're listening to Dolphins football on the Miami Dolphins Radio Network.
the home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. Our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's why Amerisave is our official mortgage lender. Whether you want to refinance, get cash out, or purchase a new home, visit Amerisave.com to lock in your low mortgage rate today. We heard from QB1 at the podium after the Dolphins' surprising come-from-behind 42-38 victory. Now, let's go to the victorious head coach, the unbeaten head coach, 2-0, Mike McDaniel. Anybody else tired? <laughs> uh, what do you guys got? No, I, I, I mean, we'd been talking about it. We just um, had a game where we were able to have the lead the whole game. And so I, I, the night before, I, I told the guys that, um, you know, I was really hoping that we'd get some off, uh, adversity in this game. And, like, I want to see how we respond um, to a deficit. And apparently they just took me way too literal. Um, but it was, I, I just, I called them out for, like, it was something that we all kind of expected. They're investing more than, than they ever have. They're really, they're really all in. Um, and it was way disappointing. And so when you're down... Um, the tendency is to kind of like hang your head and be like, and it's from a good spot, but um, that, you know, I just challenged him to say that who cares what the score is? Um, it's about our, how we play football together. So this is an opportunity. It's, it's a tough one, but it doesn't even matter. Let's go, let's get something out of this game to feel good about in the second half, and we'll worry about the score sometime in the fourth quarter, but let's just string some stuff together on both sides of the ball. So um, they, they had a spirit, spirited effort. Um, and, yeah, it was, I mean, it's all, you talk about um, what it takes to be able to do something like that. It's um, an entire team of the right type of people, um, everyone echoing the same messages. And um, you have to get a little fortuitous and shoot, I'm, I mean, all the credit goes to Baltimore for putting us in that bind. Um, and then um, I had, had a lot of players make a lot of plays um, to get out of it. So that was a, very encouraging. Of course, you go to get down right off the opening kickoff, and you, come, you get back into the game, and then you get a gut punch again, and kind of kept going back. You kind of creep up, and then mm -hmm. get back down again. Did, did doubt ever creep into your mind uh, at any point? No, uh, it wasn't. And, but it wasn't, you know, um, I didn't have time to doubt anything. I was, I, I was just, um, you know, kind of absorbing what was happening in the first half. And so then I just didn't care about the outcome of the game at that point. At halftime, I just wanted us to, to you know, it was a huge opportunity for us to show who we are um, and play good football for each other. And um, now then once... Uh, but the whole process, I was just worried about us playing good football. Um, once we got uh, within um, two scores, um, I felt pretty solid about it. And then, um, you know, the, the way the NFL game is played, 
um, when you have momentum swings like that. You know, I've been on the opposite end of leads given up, so um, you you feel really confident once you start coming back. A lot of times that that falls short because you don't have complimentary football. I think um, what was it? Uh, I think the last four offensive drives we had were touchdowns, and I think in that span there was three points given up. That's complimentary football when your team needs to do it the most. Um, and a lot of guys, um, it, it doesn't happen without a complete um, effort by everyone to to press forward. And, you know, guys care about the, the Dolphin product, so it was a pretty exciting moment. What does a game like this do for Tua and that offense's confidence in Tua? No, I, now maybe Tua will finally listen to me. And what I mean by that is, like, I've said it to you guys before, but, like, it's awesome to be critical of yourself. It is good. You know, he, he, he has a high standard for himself. Um, but, you know, just after the first game, I just wanted to see the guy enjoy playing football and understand that, yes, you want to make the perfect read and the perfect throw every time. But who cares? If you just get better at one thing a game, you're going to be pretty good at the end of the season. So let's let's just press forward. Well, the absolute worst thing could have happened um, at the beginning of the game for him, where he, you know, we get a contested ball. It's not really his fault. I know Tyreek will will um, say he should catch that um, the, the first interception, and then he starts pressing and throws it up for a second interception. So you want to talk about. Um, everything we talk about and how coachable the guy is. And, I mean, this is huge because he stopped worrying about the last play and he went and played and took his responsibility serious to his teammates about, hey, I'm, I'm going to lead this team confidently. Um, it, it is what you get into sports for. It is as cool for the coaching staff um, and him like that that's it, it was coming to life i think it was a moment that he'll never forget that hopefully he can use moving forward because um we, we didn't have the the strongest we basically had to play perfect complimentary football to come back from a deficit like that against a really good team um so i uh, couldn't be happier for him and and his teammates know uh, they, his teammates learned a lot about him, and I think he learned. Uh, uh, his teammates learned a lot about him, and I think he learned something about himself. Were you surprised when Tyreek came back in? No, I'm never surprised with anything, Tyreek. He, um, by the way, he came out with a cramp. I think he was still running fast. He's uh, he's crazy. Um, How about the performance of Lamar on the other side? He really struggled against you guys last year, realizing what the coach did, but. Uh, he really put up some numbers. Yeah. No, and um, you know, credit to credit to them. Both sides of the ball knew what happened last game. They both knew that there there would be different preparation, um, and that uh, our defense knew that they couldn't surprise the guys. Um, and to his credit, he he took advantage. I mean, he definitely rectified. He can put to bed those those issues that he had last year because everybody gets frustrated when when that happens. But you know, we we knew as an organization that you, you don't get to be where the um, Baltimore Ravens are as an organization, um, how well coached they are, and just that 
the organization in general without getting that fixed. So we knew it wasn't going to be the same formula. Um, they, they did happen. Um, uh, some situations did come up where we audibled to some of, uh, some of the pressures, and they took advantage of it. So good for them. So we kept, you know, um, that, that's to their credit. They did a great job with that, and I'm just happy that the guys um, got this learning experience. And fortunately, you're, you're, you can end up winning the game as well. Um, but I know our guys learned a lot from this game, um, which we need to uh, moving forward. Last week you said that you would have thought Jalen would play a larger part of the game plan. Was it a concerted effort this time around to make sure he was involved early? Yeah, no, it wasn't early. It was just involved. There was some, you know, um, I just didn't know how uh, how Jalen was going to respond um, in that in that first game. I didn't want to get greedy and overuse him, um, you know, and. Uh, and this game, I was a lot less worried about that. But, you know, well, we basically have, we have a lot of good, talented, skilled position players at all positions. So we'll always try to utilize all the dudes. Um, and uh, it was good to get him going early because um, we are pretty different um, when, uh, when he's making plays. I didn't realize it was 19 targets. Yes. Yeah, he, we were trying to utilize him, I guess, huh? Um, but good for him and good for all the guys. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. So there is head coach Mike McDaniel, who is now 2-0 and as a head coach in his NFL career. We'll come back on the other side and talk about that press conference there with Mike McDaniel and, of course, our press conference consigliere, Big Seth Levitt over here. Dolphins fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the NFL. Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Score tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Dolphins. Dolphins postgame is also driven by Gunther Volkswagen. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Volkswagen. Again, the final score from M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.